You are Locked On Hawks, your daily Atlanta Hawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Locked On Hawks podcast. I am your host, Brad Rowland. You're listening to a part two right now with myself and good friend of the podcast, Tyler Jones. If you missed part one, I would encourage you to start at the beginning because this is going to be mid-conversation with myself and Tyler. Part one, all kinds of Hawks stuff in advance of the playoff series, wrapping up the regular season and all that stuff. Part two, a little bit more Knicks-focused. Um, our final thoughts and predictions at the end of this podcast etc. Before we dive into Tyler and part two, though, a word from our sponsors on the podcast today, and the first of which is rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models in the car or truck world, it's now impossible to stock all the parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you endure often pointless questioning from someone at a storefront and have to wait while someone at the counter orders the parts on the computer, only choosing the brand that the warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com right now, both at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for all the audio and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need, just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is uniquely and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car and choose the brands, specs, and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck. And from there, you went right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box to know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And without any further delay, here is part two with Tower Jones. I was going to ask you, I, I got to make sure that at least I, we get it to some, some Nick specific stuff. I mean, I'm not giving like my whole breakdown yet, but my, my whole thing in this series is that I don't believe in the Knicks offense. Uh, you got into it a little bit earlier, but th- that's the re that's the biggest reason why I am leaning Hawks in this series even without home court, is because I just do not trust the Knicks offensively. And I know that, that might sound crazy. If all you saw of the Knicks this year was, them, was when they played the Hawks, you're going to be baffled by this, and I understand, because they scored a lot against the Hawks. But this is not a good offensive team. They made a lot of shots against the Hawks. That could happen again, but uh, that is where I am looking, um, which is funny because the Hawks are obviously way better on offense than defense, but I actually trust their defense in the series, I think. I hope. Uh, it's just... Uh... It's just an interesting dynamic where the Knicks are really a jump shooting team. Yeah. Right? How they play. And the Hawks kind of aren't. They're more about getting to the free throw, free throw line, getting to the rim, and uh, either lob catching and stuff like that. Like they're more of a, and, and working the mid range. Like they're not really, they're not, they're not really a jump shooting team, even though you think they'd be a jump shooting team, but they, they kind of aren't like none, none of their guys like live or die by their shot. And that's a good thing. So like if the shots, like if the, if the three point shot isn't falling, they have something else they can rely on where they, you know, and they can, they can just do different things. Whereas the Knicks, against the Hawks in particular, like unless they're make if they're making their three pointers, then they're going to be tough to guard. And that was the that was the regular uh, season series. I mean, they shot yeah. they shot forty eight percent from three in those three games. I mean, forty eight percent. Julius Randle Julius Randall didn't miss, and some of those shots were insane. I've started uh, to. Wa- I mean, I watched all those games twice when they happened. I started to watch a little, a little bit of tape uh, last night, uh, late when I couldn't sleep on the Knicks. 
uh, and those and those Hawks games and some of the shot diet for Randall. And granted, Randall's been good all year at those kind of shots. But man, some of these contested, like off balance, just ridiculous attempts he was making in these Hawks games. I know he's improved, but I can't believe that that's real in terms of like the volume that he was shooting and the accuracy that he had against the Hawks. And it wasn't just him either. It was like, you know, Barrett and there was some Reggie Bullock was hot in one of those games. And not to go down this rabbit hole, but the Hawks were going to win the third game until Trey rolled his ankle. So there's a little bit of that too. Like, yeah, the Knicks swept the season series. I understand. But the Hawks were up eight, Trey rolls an ankle and they lose by what? 10. It was like the, in overtime, the bottom, the bottom fell out because Trey wasn't there. That's what happened. And Clint Capella got hurt. Yeah, and so that was it. So that that third game is like a big question mark. But regardless, I mean, season series in this pandemic season, the way the Knicks shot it, I don't think you can take too much. Of that. I mean, there's some schematic stuff for sure. Like I was talking to Glenn Willis and some some of the uh, X's and O's guys a little bit earlier, and we're gonna have some content piece hoops this week about some of the X's and O's stuff. But it's um, I I don't think that just saying the Knicks swept the Hawks in this regular season series is terribly indicative of what's gonna happen. Yeah, but I think the key, even beyond Julius, is uh, keeping Derrick Rose contained and Alec Burke as well. Like, uh, I don't think Alec Burke played against the Hawks. He might have been injured, but he's been re- really good this season. He's been good, he's and so good is player. Rose. I mean, him and Rose yeah. are the him guys who can really get really, to you. Yeah, yeah, they, those are the guys that can really punish uh, the Hawks on the perimeter. So it's going to be important. Uh, and also, they can't let Reggie Bullock shoot over three points. Yeah. Well, okay, here's a question for you before we, uh, you know, it's, you have to figure out where to put Trey, and that's that's a question that I've been getting, it's like, are, who's, who's Trey going to guard in the series, and it's, my, my my number one answer is, if Elford Payton's on the court, he's the answer, but if he's not on the court. I actually disagree with that. Really? Um, I actually, I think I'd put, it, as long as Reggie Bullock is on the floor, Trey Young should be guarding Reggie Bullock. Okay. No, I, I only say that because I, I just don't see Elford Payton beating them at all. So that's if, true, but you know what Alfred Payton can do? He can run a pick and roll. That's true. And Reggie Bullock can't. That is, that's I don't second. want Trey. I want as much as you possibly can. The Hawks have to reduce Trey Young's effort level and workload on both ends of the floor. Cause he's going to like, like we talked about, he's going to have a lot on his plate. He's got a lot to balance mentally and physically. And so like, I want him with the least, physically demanding job, which would be guarding Reggie Bullock on the perimeter. Not to say Reggie Bullock is not a good basketball player. He is. But, uh, that makes sense. Like, I I don't want Trey Young exerting that much energy. Well, and I I also think, I know Knicks fans don't want the Knicks to play Peyton at all. And I think he's going to play. But I think we, as the series goes on, with Tibbs involved, you might start seeing Derrick Rose play 38 minutes a game like, by the end of this thing. Uh, I mean, there's no question. Yeah, so uh, I'd be shocked that Derrick Rose isn't averaging 40 minutes uh, during this playoff series, which is, which is fine because they get a lot worse. Like, he's not a good defender. No, I mean he, he and, obviously helps their offense, and they need the offense. But um, yeah, I, I, I mean, at a bare minimum, you're going to see Randall and Barrett play mid 40s per game in minutes. Um, and then there'll be some other guys around them that get up there as well. Um, maybe. And this and this is what I, what I'm thinking with, with with it being pretty clear that DeAndre Hunter is going to be guarding uh, Julius Randle at least to start the game. Is that John Collins is probably going to be guarding RJ Barrett? I would wager. Um, and I actually like that matchup because RJ Barrett relies so much on his physicality. Um, but 
you know, if he, if he's being guarded by John Collins, one, you can just switch every screen and roll that he's going to be involved with with the big man. And two, he can't just bowl John over uh, to get to his left hand. Um, and it's going to just turn Reggie Book. I mean, R.J. Barrett, who he, he's been much improved as a three-point shooter. But, like, I just want to limp, like, if he's just going to be a spot-up shooter, I'll live with that. Like, for the Hawks, oh, yeah, I don't want – I don't want RJ Barrett getting getting into the lane, um, and you know, because that that invites uh, help, which invites spot up shooting. And so I think I think putting JC on him to start start these games would be a pretty good pretty good matchup. Uh, at least that's that's what I was thinking. Uh, but who knows? I mean, we saw John. I don't know if you noticed this against the Wizards. John Collins was guarding. Um, what's his name? The the other against the Wizards, uh, the point guard from Wake Forest. Uh, Ish oh Smith? my goodness, Ish Smith. Yeah, he was guarding Ish Smith uh, to close that game out. I don't know. I don't oh, know if anybody I, else noticed that. No, I, I, we uh, talked about it a little bit. I think that was smart, number one. But it was the fact that they they know he's not going to shoot, and they could let John kind of roam. And that actually would be a, an Alfred Payton spot. That, it, but. Yeah, it, so maybe they have him on Peyton and have, you know, J.C. Rome if Randall's just going to be the de facto point guard. And again, it allows you to switch every screen and roll action um, involving any of the bigs. Um, and so, yeah, you could you could see stuff. You know, I, I think Nate's going to do some fun stuff it's, on defense. It's all matchups. You're going to have to – I mean, and I think he knows this. And one of, the, one of the, I guess, the minor knocks on McMillan is that He's not been the quickest to adapt in playoff series, but I think we've seen some pretty encouraging stuff so far um, that he will he'll he'll try. And Tibbs is not the most um, flexible either; like he's kind of set in his ways too. So we'll see. Um, two two hardened vet coaches. Uh, yeah, but but the difference between the two teams is the Hawks have combinations. They can do yeah, exactly. they can do different things. Where I don't think yep. that, and this this is why this is a notch for the Hawks in their favor. It's like. I don't think the Knicks can can play differently on either end of the floor than what they've been doing all season. Like I don't, I don't think they have an option B where the Hawks have option A, B, and C at I... their disposal just due to their personnel. Like even you know having like Brad, they have the ability to not play Lou Williams. Like well, no, we, can go to, we have I, a uh, not... we we have a bold prediction thing coming up. I'm not going to spoil it all the way, but uh, that comes up in my answer. Uh, I think, you know, I'll spoil it. It's fine. Uh, I think at some point in this series, they're going to play at least a half without, without Lou Williams. I, I think right. they're going to, I mean, it, I, it, it might I'll be more go, than that. I'll go, I'll go bigger. I'll go bigger. Um, because one thing that has concerned me over the last month, month plus uh, of games was how uncompetitive Danilo Gallinari looked on defense. Um, it's going to be hard to play Gallo and Luke. Especially <laughs> together. I mean, it, and it's going to be hard to play Gallo and Trey. Agree. And like that, that six, the second Sixers game where the Hawks got off to a great start, the bench comes in and like, like watching Gallo just not have the foot speed to do anything on either end of the floor. I feel like it comes and goes too, because there are nights when you don't notice it as much. And then there are nights when it's like so glaring. And 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 I guess it depends on his health. And and this is my thing with, with Gallo, like Nate 
is going to have to have some real decisions to make with Gallo because I, like, you know, earlier people were like, oh, a Congo, of course the Congo's going to get playoff minutes. I'm like, against, against who? Like, who who's going to lose these minutes? Because if John Collins is losing these minutes, this is not the answer. And this is not me being a fanboy for John Collins. No, John I Collins is a 40% three-point shooter. Onyeka Okongwu cannot shoot. Like, that. that's the difference right now. Yep. Like, it, John Collins can make shots in the mid-range. Onyeka can only do floaters. Like... No, I mean, he's he's, he's a he's limited... A, he's a center. I mean, he's... Right now, he's a limited... I mean, but, he's, I, I like him a lot. He's still, he's still but, a rookie, and he's limited offensively right now. But... I do like what they can do. They can do... Again, this goes back to my versatility thing. Every once in a while... When a Kong was in the game, they would just switch everything. I mean, it happened on it happened like, on they'll Sunday. They'll just go. They'll they'll. It, it, that wasn't the first time they've done it. No, but it, it happened on Sunday. Uh, like very obviously. That was the first time. But but that was the first time they've done it with DeAndre Hunter and John Collins on the floor. And and Trey. Yeah. Like th- they came out of the gate switching against Houston. And granted, that was a weird game. Everyone knows it. But they they decided to switch with Trey on the court. And that's notable to me because that's one of the questions with Trey is like, can you switch with him? Because obviously he doesn't. He's not very he's not very big, all that stuff. But if you have a Kongwu Collins and Hunter, it gets a lot easier to do a lot of things. Those guys can yeah. just do a lot of things, a lot of flexibility and, defensively with those guys. And and so my my my, my thinking is this: it's like Nate's going to have to have a quick leash with with Blue and Gallo, like just period. Uh, both of those guys, like if they don't, like both of them have the shot making capability to just absolutely win a game by themselves. Like that is absolutely true and so you can't it's going to be a tough balancing act but to me if a is going to play particularly in the second half it's going to be at the expense of Gallinari uh because I've I've said this all year I really do like what the Hawks can do with John Collins and Onyeka Okongwu on the floor at the same time and you add DeAndre Hunter with that like not like Capella's Capella's been incredible but it's you could just do different things. It's not it's not better or worse, but it's just a different look that you can give this Knicks team. Um, if they have if 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 the Knicks have something going, just a little curveball. Go, the, yeah. McMillan can go to a different option. You can't do that with Gallinari. You're 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 stuck with playing two three zone. And like, and they're gonna do the that too. Zone that, that's is really bad. And that, the zone is really bad without Cam Reddish. Uh, it, it's just not the same. Like it, without Cam Reddish, these zones. I don't like the look. Well, they don't have the they, they have to of... they have to try it because they want to play Gallo. But you're right that it does it's not a great option, particularly because the Knicks can shoot. It's not that they are a bad shooting team on the perimeter. They have some guys you can leave, like if, if Peyton's out there, sure, or Norwin's Noel is not going to beat you from three. But they have enough shooting where it's tough to play a lot of zone. But they're going to have to try a little bit because of they're trying to hide Gallo, and we'll see. But that's one of the questions, like. And also not having not having Cameron this year really hurt. Like again, not having and also I'm assuming Chris Dunn is just I mean, I like, can't I can't cooked. imagine like him I, I don't uh just because of like I, how long it's I, been. I think I think it's it was pretty clear when he didn't play against the Orlando Magic. Oh, I said it. I mean I said it at the time. Like that, that game, the game was over in the first quarter. Yeah. And he didn't even see the floor. No, I was the like, entire game. And yeah. it was like, oh, he, he might and now now we got this his left ankle now and it's like oh impingements yeah i mean but no the combination of um trey playing more minutes which is going to happen and also the flexibility they have on the perimeter like they could 
they can they don't have to play Lou. I'll say like if Lou is bad in a first half, like they don't they just they don't have to go back to him. They just don't have to. Now if he's got it going, that's different. But there's a pretty high bar. Lou had some playoff questions in in LA. Like he was not always the easiest guy to implement because defensively he's not good. And then he doesn't give you the guaranteed offense that Trey does. Like it's obviously, yeah. it goes without saying that, you know, Trey's and, just better. And, but. and the other thing is that Lou Williams just has been flat out bad. Yeah. He's, 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 like had, he, he's had like three or four quarters where he's been awesome. And then other than that, it, the, it's Brad, not been very good. Right. You look at, you look at his numbers and it's like, I oh, know it's bad. It's like Rondo is still on the team, like shooting wise. Like it's no, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. People have not noticed as much because he's had those three or four, like, huge stretches when he makes six shots in a row and people remember those but overall i'm i'm actually with you it's not been particularly good which is another reason why i'm thinking that they might go away for a minute some point and need to. it's it's not great because like you really want to stagger trey and bogey because bogey when the offense still hums with bogey on the floor and trey off it it's also easier to the stagger when you're playing for, 43 minutes a game yeah and it's the only <laughs> it's the only time it's ever happened in hawks history uh, Trey goes off the floor, but if Bogey's on it, it's fine. Things that have to be cut, the all bench units gotta go. Uh, like, oh no, I'm, there's I, I'm, it, I'm, if they I'm, ever I'm put guessing, an all bench lineup, I, I might I might have to be restrained on press row if they put an all bench lineup out there in the playoff series in the first I'm half. I'm guessing Solomon Hill and Tony Snell are probably gonna play, but hopefully it's not too much because they like they've been they've been. They've been big and holding the line, but they're not – they're barely passable, right? And, like, the, ideally, DeAndre Hunter is able to play 40 minutes, but I doubt that's going to be the case. And so, like, two, one of those two guys is going to have to play, uh, and hopefully they play well. And, and with the added fact of that, they probably like Solomon Hill guarding Julius Randle. I would assume uh, Solomon Hill is going to play. Um, a lot over Tony Snell, uh, and like Solomon Hill's been in the rotation all year, so I, I don't I don't see that changing. Uh, it, it's not that that's a that's a bad spot just because his offense is really bad and his defense just isn't that valuable um, for how bad he is on offense. That that's just the real thing. And Tony Snell similar, um, you know, his shooting has been his mask the fact that he's just a limited player on really both ends of the floor, and so. Like th- those are those are the real weak spots. Is this bench, which should be a lot better than it is. It's been one of the bigger disappointments on the season as a whole. Like they're spending a lot. They spent a lot of money to fix the bench with Gallinari and and uh, it was Rondo and now it's Lou Williams and it's 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 still bad, right? And so like Nate's got to limit limit those bench minutes. Um, but if Lou's got it going. I mean, he's going to have to play him. Like, flat on, he's probably going to have to play him alongside Trey Young. And we're just going to have to accept how bad that is defensively. But, like, that's just the type of – that's the offensive ceiling he has. Like, if Gallo's got it going, either Capello or, or John Collins got to sit. Because, like, Gallinari has a shooting talent to make 10 threes in a game. And that'll win you a game right there. And it doesn't matter that those two guys are better than Gallinari. Like, it doesn't. Like – that that's just the value of the type of the type of shooters that they are, the type of offensive basketball players, offensive talent that they are. So hopefully, 
you know, hopefully these playoffs spark something in Lou because, like, just just getting uh, something something from Lou Williams to force the Knicks to have to guard him and have to game plan and scheme for him just gives the Hawks just another option they could potentially go to if if like if Trey Young is having a rough stretch for whatever reason. Like you can just you can sit him for Lou for a couple minutes and have Lou go off and like that that was the ideal but like I mean I like Lou but he's he's been really he's been really bad. <laughs> he has been and um, uh I don't know. The, the bench I, I, hopefully I, will not be I, as big I really, of a deal. I really wish I really wish we had playoff Rondo at the moment. Like I, I really do. I know. I mean, he he went to the Clippers and predictably he's re- been really good. And I and I really and like Brad, I, I'm on the island over here, but I really felt like Rondo never got a chance to play with Bogdan when both were healthy. And like I really felt like those lineups could have done something, but you know, it, it is what it is. Hopefully, you know, Lou Williams can just give me one. 40 pointer like he, he can do that that's, 40 that's, just, a, that's just a win wow uh no i mean he he's done it he did it against the warrior no if he you had know? it going like it'd, be, he... it'd be worth it but no i'm with you uh yeah I, the bench will be how deep they go all those questions will be answered pretty quickly i think in game one and then we'll see from there and it'll probably only get tighter if not uh if nothing else, because that's just how playoff series work. People always want to play 11 guys or 10 guys, and then it suddenly becomes eight pretty quickly. They have to find who they trust and who they don't trust, and we'll find that out. Um, all right, before I let you get out of here, I need your uh, I need your prediction because you're here. So uh, put your fan hat out if you'd like to or, or not, but uh, give me uh, give me a winner in games because you're on the podcast, so you have to. Winner in games. Well, I think the Hawks going to win. Um, but if the Hawks win the series... I think it'll be a short series um, in five games uh, if they do win. Um, you know, it's it's tough for me to trust a new playoff team, um, but both of these teams are relatively new to the playoff spotlight. But, like, you know, the deeper a series go, like, I can't, you know, maybe it's the it's the Atlanta blood in me. I can't trust this team to pull it out. If it's a close series, so if the Hawks, if I feel like the Hawks are going to win, I think they're going to do it in five. Um, I I just think they have more talent, and this is not this is not me knocking the Knicks. It's not like I don't think this Knicks team is is good. Julius Randle, I don't want to talk about Julius Randle, man. Like that no, dude, no, no more Randle for nightmares. now. That's nightmares, man. Like just. What an incredible shooting season he's had. Like, just – like, Dude. what if Josh Smith learned how to actually shoot? And then, <laughs> my God. Oh, my that's God. A great, great way to, that's a great way to end He was so bad last year, though, Brad. Like, I know. Do people not understand? Julius Randle hadn't been good in, like, three years. And then he puts in he, – he turns into James Harden as a shooter. And it's like, what? And he ah, – man. I'm with you. All right, Oof, that last okay. game was that last game was traumatizing. I understand. Traumatizing, bro. Well, you, you've you've, uh, picked, you've picked the Hawks, uh, so we'll say I'm not, I'm not surprised by that, and I think that's probably the right move. Um, and I didn't I didn't I didn't mention Kevin Hurd. I think, but I think Kevin Hurd is going to be a big, big reason why this team wins. Um, one, he's turned into a really good defender. Um, it's why I don't complain about him anymore. And two, like, uh, he's good on offense as well. Good, 
connector, good passer, and like just another guy Nate McMillan can trust. Like right now to me, if I were Nate McMillan, at the moment, I really only trust six guys on this team. The starters and Kevin Herter. Uh, everybody else, they, they, but they, they're going to need two, at least two more guys to be solid. Like, they don't have to be, they don't have to be special. Like, I know I was talking about Lou Williams going for 40. Really, he just has to not be terrible. Like, he has to be himself. Like, get to his left hand, make his jumpers, get to the foul line, do the, do his Lou for two, do his Lou for two actually well. He's been, like, it's one of the weird things, Brad. Lou has been bad in these, um, these, uh, you know, end of quarter situations. Like, he's not executing. Like, who is this guy? Why, why is he not doing, why is he not doing Lou Will things? You know, for the Hawks again, he, he's doing this to me again, Brad. I can't believe it. It's okay. Take a deep breath. It's gonna be okay. This um, why I don't. This why I don't. I'm not looking forward to this series, Brad. I'm not looking forward to it. Bringing things, gonna bring, make me say bringing things full evil circle. Things Tyler about hates basketball. People I actually like, but it's like I, I don't hate these guys. I think they're cool people, but they come out like Brad. If Clint Capella comes out here and he boosts a layup. With less than thirty seconds to go again, you're you're gonna be inconsolable. It's, he it's might okay. be, he might he might be dead to me for life. And he Cl- might be dead to me for life. Clickerpell is gonna come out here after putting together like a top twenty five season in the league this season, and then you're gonna give up on him after one miss layup. It's gonna be great. Give up, give up on him, Brad. After one miss, you see how irrational that is. That's yes. why I don't, I'm not looking forward to this. I'm not looking forward to this series. Well, that's why people love, love love your takes because it's uh, just a little fan sprinkled in there along the way. A little little, little rationality. It's fine. It's part it's part of the fun. Um, well, I hope I hope the series is not too brutal for you, my friend. Uh, I do appreciate. That's you why I wanted on. I wanted to end in five short series, please. Just, just uh, I, I would enjoy a five game series and a little uh, little hiatus for a few days in between. Well, prep time for round two against the Sixers probably, and yeah, it'd be fun. But uh, we'll see. I uh, I want to be. I want the Hawks to beat the Sixers so bad too. Like, uh, just. I'll, I'll be thinking about you the entire time. I'm just saying it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm sure that you will never tweet during games and never be mad about anything. So. Oh yeah, I'm throwing the phone away. It's going to be locked up. Have to. You go in zero dark twenty zero dark twenty three, whatever it was, like that, uh, like like LeBron during the playoffs. Zero dark thirty, baby. <laughs> zero dark thirty twenty three. No, no, that thing. <laughs> no, no, no tweeting during the game, man. Gotta. I will, I will like, bet, I will bet you something that you will not follow that. I mean, of course not. But like, you gotta understand, the last time the playoffs happened, like the Braves were in the playoffs, I got suspended from Twitter. I don't want to get suspended from Twitter. I like Twitter. But like, <laughs> it was Sam Holbrook again. Oh, Lord. And, and and me and him go way back. Like, you could look at my Twitter history. We go way back. We're good friends. Me and Sam. Oh, Sammy boy. And so, like, some ref is going to make an <laughs> awful call. And I have to restrain myself. Because I don't want to be put on the list. Ugh. I don't want to be suspended. I don't want I don't want the federalities coming to, knocking on my doors doorstep being like uh did you tweet this buddy uh are these threats i'm like nah man it's 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 a joke it's it's all a joke i'm letting y'all know right now nothing i say during the games should actually matter right like it's just me ranting 
It's my it's my freedom of speech, Brad. I th- I thought this was America. That's why that's you're that, that, that's why you're at counts locked as well because you could just fire so you could just fire away. Well, um, yeah. Well, uh, thank you, sir, for joining me on the show. Uh, maybe we'll do this again if the uh, if the Hawks can advance. Uh, I'm not gonna make you try to talk about this during the series. During the series, you're gonna be inconsolable. So we'll come back after the series is over and we'll talk again. But um, until then. I, I appreciate you sincerely. Tell people where they can find you if they want to if they, if they want to follow you and they haven't already. I can't imagine why they wouldn't be, but tell them where they can find you if they want to. Yeah, you can uh, find me at Jonesy Two X Four J O N E S Y Two X Four on Twitter, um, where uh, I forget what I'm tweeting about now. Currently, I, I think I'm just <sighs> just for mentally preparing myself uh, for these stupid playoffs what they're going to do to me like an idiot <laughs> man i'm not i'm not looking forward to it but uh you can follow, follow me on joe i'm pretty sure i will be live tweeting these games but we'll see like if the hawks are playing well i will be tweeting but if they're playing poorly i make no promises so, if they're playing well uh, you'll be uh you'll be uh no one no one will be able to tell you anything if the hawks are up like three up and three up in the series <sighs> i i i really wish brad i really wish my account wasn't a lock and I could afford to just tweet at people with, with, with their bad takes and just, you know, just give them a little bit, just give them a little dig, you know, and maybe get blocked by Zach Lowe. Just the business, you know, get blocked by Bill Simmons, Brian Russillo, just uh, cause you know, it's, it's been a weird, it's been a weird season where, you know, Trey Young hasn't played basketball all year. But the Hawks won 41 games in a 72-win season. So, like, it's so bizarre. I don't know. I don't get it. But, you know, who there you have it. Well, thank you, sir. Um, as for everybody else, we'll have more preview content, have some guests to come. No one as entertaining as Tyler, I'm sure. But uh, more people coming on to preview Hawks Knicks in the coming days. Uh, and I'll be posting those probably one per day on the way to the series. So stay tuned. Subscribe. Follow Tyler. Follow me if you want to. And we'll see you all next time.